The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii. Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour a blessing. Good morning. I'm Head Pastor Billy Han Jr and I'd like to thank you for joining us today. We'd like to welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast, being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBTV channel 8, and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV, Channel 28 in Eureka. From 8 to 9 a.m. on station KOTR-TV, Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on Channel 1519 Charter Cable in Los Angeles. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KQTA-TV, Channel 15.3 and Comcast Channel 238 in San Francisco, Oakland, and San Jose. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY, Channel 9 in El Centro, California, and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO, Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW, Channel 30, of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, parts of Nevada and Wyoming. And from 6 to 7 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503, New York City. If you'd like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church, located at 1043 Middle Street, is the headquarters of the gospel of the Kingdom of God for the whole world with the sign of the roof of the temple, Jesus Coming Soon. A landmark in Cali for 98 years and our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and Ada B. Lockbaum on August the 4th, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hahn Sr. in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is those of you in the hospitals and conference and homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. The church choir under the direction of Emilia Hahn will start off today's telecast with a spirit-inspiring song entitled, The Truth Shall Make You Free. They will be ably accompanied by Edith Matsuki on the piano 
and yours truly on the organ. The gospel of the kingdom of God are the keys to the truth. The gospel is the good news that Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus baptizes with the Holy Ghost and with fire, and Jesus is coming soon. It is our daily prayers for souls to come to the knowledge of the truth and to be baptized in the name of Jesus and filled with the Holy Spirit. For today is the day of salvation, if you will, but hear his voice.
the church band under the direction of yours truly will play the song at the cross. Yes, TV viewers, our Lord came down to earth as a baby in Bethlehem, bringing hope where only sadness had been. He made the supreme sacrifice by dying on the cross of Calvary so that we may have the promise of eternal life and be with him forevermore. Our solace for today is Shirley Nabing, who will give the Lord all the praises and glory, singing the beautiful song entitled, Speak to My Heart. Doing her background music would be Associate Bass and Marvin Nabing on the bass, Trusty Associate Bass and Rich Bocina, Mason Asylum singing on the guitars, and yours truly on the piano. Jesus is the sweetest name we know. He's the lily of the valley and the bright and morning star. He's the same yesterday and today and forevermore. He is our great King of kings and Lord of lords, and He is our all in all.
The church choir will now perform their final number for today entitled, He's the One. Our Lord and Savior is only a prayer away. He's able to make the crooked paths way straight and turn all our tests and trials into glorious victories. As the words to the song goes, He makes all things possible and He's a friend of mine. Blessed Jesus, He's the One. Please join in and sing with the choir as you see the words appear on your screen.
blessed to hear from the trumpet section of the church band who will play the toe tapping song entitled Sweet By and By. The Lord is the captain in the storms of life. He is able to calm the stormy sea so that the winds and the waves are still and peaceful. In the midst of the toil and trouble, we should seek the Lord, for there is hope, joy, and peace in the shelter of His wings. Daughters of Judah now blend their voices to the song entitled, Even So Come, Lord Jesus. The Holy Spirit can fill our hearts with joy. When we have joy in our spirit, we pass it around for all to hear and enjoy. 
for joy is the spirit of love. At this time, it is with great pleasure to dedicate this song to our dear sister in Christ of our Molokai Branch Church, who is none other than Linda Napoleon. May you find comfort, strength, and joy in this song that is played especially for you. Have a wonderful Sunday.
Praise the Lord and good morning everyone. Our associate pastor Melvin Honda and I would like to repeat our television time stations and locations in the continental United States for our viewing audience, especially if you plan to visit or reside in California, that these telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBTV channel 8 and Comcast channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV channel 28 in Eureka. From 8 to 9 a.m. on station KOTR-TV channel 11 in Monterey. And from 6 to 7 a.m. on channel 1519 Charter Cable in Los Angeles from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KQTA-TV channel 15.3 and Comcast channel 238 in San Francisco, Oakland, and San Jose. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY channel 9 in El Centro, California, and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO 20, channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada and Wyoming. And from 6 to 7 a.m. on Time Warner Cable channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website on JesusComingSoon.org. And now concerning the schedule of gospel services here in the state of Hawaii, services held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. The same schedule is observed by neighbor island branch churches as services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Castanera Sr. in Kanakakai, Molokai, by Pastor Walter I. Tinloi in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K. Y. Asano Sr. in Koloa, Kauai, by Pastor Hannibal of Espera in Balogo, Pikawayan, and by Pastor Vesper Espera in President Rojas, Cotabato, Mindanao, Philippines. At our Maui Branch Church in Lahaina, Maui, services are held every second Sunday of the month. You are welcome to attend these services, regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections. However, if you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. And now, I'd like to turn our program back to Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., who will bring forth his Spirit-directed and Spirit-inspired sermon. Pastor Billy? Thank you, Melvin. My sermon entitled A Spiritual Awakening was prepared especially for you in hopes that it will motivate you to become partakers in Christ Jesus. The Lord's path is always a straight and narrow, and for many, it can appear to be a difficult and constant uphill climb. But take it on good authority that the easy downhill path will lead you directly into condemnation. It certainly would be an irreversible and distressful fate for anyone to hear the Lord say at his judgment, I know you not. Don't enter into my rest. 
Therefore, may today's sermon encourage you to take matters into your own hands if you haven't already done so and work on your salvation immediately. Biblically speaking, an awakening of our spiritual consciousness or a Holy Ghost revival of the church is important to one's salvation. Hosea 10.12 describes the spiritual awakening as follows. Sow to yourselves in righteousness. Reap in mercy. Break up your fallow ground. For it is time to seek the Lord till he come and bring righteousness upon you. In the natural sense, breaking up fallow or idle ground is necessary to prepare the land for sowing new seeds in order to reap the good harvest. In the spiritual sense, Christian believers must be awakened from idleness, slumber or sleep that can put us out of touch with the Lord Jesus Christ. A spiritual awakening in our daily lives provides a nourishment to keep our souls safe from indulging in the world and its pleasures. Our spiritual well-being helps us to keep us in the presence of God and in touch with Jesus Christ himself, who is the source of life. Being readily refreshed by the Holy Spirit prepares us to meet Jesus Christ when he comes in clouds of glory to gather his waiting bride. Spiritual readiness help us to overcome whatever may cross our path and will keep us safe till we meet Jesus Christ at his coming soon. Telling ourselves spiritually breaks up the fallow ground and aerates our lives to stimulate new growth within Jesus Christ. If we leave any part untilled, it will adversely affect the planting and spiritual germination of the Holy Spirit in watering the new seeds. The Holy Spirit is our tiller in this life to keep us on the right track. 1 John 2, 15-17 addresses the subject this way. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. In any man, if any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. Being revived always helps us to be careful in not letting foolish pride or worldly desires overtake us. The Lord Jesus Christ must be our main focus and top priority in life. As we learn to love the ways of the Lord, we begin to understand how to maintain the correct spiritual attitude in check. Jesus Christ instructed his disciples accordingly in Luke 22, 45, 46. And when he rose up from prayer and was come to his disciples, he found them sleeping for sorrow. And he said unto them, Why sleep ye? Rise and pray, lest ye enter into temptation. Remaining awake to the Lord's Holy Spirit implies to watch and pray always. When we forget to pray and fall asleep, we enter into temptation, seeking to pursue those things that seem right in our own eyes. For this reason, praying morning, noon, and night will keep the Lord's spiritual guidance present in our daily lives. Today, America has learned to seize opportunity, and in doing so, it has achieved an unbroken line of success. 
But many in America have forgotten God in their lives. Jesus Christ is not included in their lives as the birth of life. And in the end, only judgment remains. Jesus Christ tells us that everyone that is born upon this earth is a living soul in his eyes and is in need of salvation. On that accord, the Christian church today requires a Holy Ghost revival. And we should all pray, let it begin in me. Jeremiah 2.11 provides this exhortation. Hath a nation changed their gods, which are yet no gods? But my people have changed their glory for that which doth not profit. Jeremiah lived through 40 years of watching the end of a nation come to pass, regardless of the prophets before him and the warnings he delivered from the Lord. The people of God refused to abandon their wickedness and idolatry. Likewise, Jesus Christ is warning us today of similar circumstances that can deprive us of the kingdom of God and his eternal life. Jesus Christ warns us that he is coming back again to gather his jewels from his lost and dying world. Many today are preaching that multitudes will be raptured when in fact the scripture refers to only an elite number of 144,000 as the bride of Christ. Some speak about the love of God, of how his love has saved us from sin. That is a true statement. However, the fact remains, most evangelists are not informing their listeners of what exactly has to be done to be saved. Preachers do not preach against sin, but in most cases have condoned or avoided it lest they offend their congregation. When the church tries so hard not to offend, we end up diluting the joy of salvation, which should be of the greatest importance to every born-again Christian. When we try to de-emphasize the commitment to the Lord Jesus Christ and blend it in with life that is of the world, everyone loses, even the preacher. We cannot compromise God's word, and neither can we lower his standards. God's word is the only remedy for sin, and living by it will promote a lifestyle that praises God. Remember that sin can only be removed through repentance and salvation in the name of Jesus Christ. Our past sins can be forgiven, but how our past has negatively affected others cannot be undone. Our sins can be relived if we are not careful and are not rooted and grounded in the Word of God. Jesus Christ expressed the best solution when comforting the adulterous woman in John the eighth chapter when he said, Go and sin no more. One night while Jesus Christ rested from being about his father's business, a very prominent man came to see him. He was a man of position, authority, and influence, educated and likened to Saul of Tarsus, a Pharisee. Despite his profound knowledge of the scriptures and religious adherence, hearing and seeing the miracles Jesus Christ did left him in amazement. When he heard Jesus Christ was in the vicinity and was accessible to him, he could not help but inquire. What moved him towards Jesus Christ were the miracles that had not been done since the days of Elijah. The dead were raised to life. The withered hand made whole. 
The blind eyes were made to see again, and those that were sick of the palsy leaped and jumped for joy. The emptiness was evident, and his heart was in pain for the lack of experiencing the promises of God being fulfilled. Thus he said within himself, maybe this Jesus of Nazareth will have some answers for me. The Bible tells us there is none righteous, no, not one. And there are many who are just one heartbeat from hell. If this is true of you, the most important thing in your life that you must do without further delay is to be saved or born again. As stated in John chapter 3, verse 5, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. To be born of the water is to be baptized by immersion and in the name of Jesus Christ, according to Acts 2.38. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and he shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And the only Bible evidence of receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost is speaking in an unknown tongue or language. Acts 2.4 informs us, and they, that is the 120, were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Did not Jesus say in Mark 16, 17, they shall speak with new tongues? And that new tongues were manifested on the day of Pentecost. Just think, we find two wonderful promises in Acts 2, 38. The remission of sins. God removes your sins as far as the east is from the west and remembers them no more. And we thank God, when God forgives, He forgets. And the gift of the Holy Spirit, all of which can lead you to eternal life. So we see that the chief seat of religion rests in the heart, not in the mind. Paul tells us in Romans 10.10, For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And the divine command in the ninth verse declares that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God had raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. And what is that saving name? In Acts 4.12 it declares, neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. There is no name under heaven comparable to the name Jesus. Therefore, in order to be saved, one must believe from the heart, not the mind, since it is more vital that a man possess a good affection rather than a good intellect. If this were not so, there will be little hope for the salvation of souls. Your eternal destiny depends on your acceptance or rejection of the Son of God. Read in 1 John 5:12, He that hath the Son hath life, and he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. You are only one heartbeat from hell. Therefore, do not depend on the false security of your own morality or on your own good works or even upon your church. Right now, 
the salvation of your soul is of the utmost urgency. Time has run out. There is no time to lose. It is later than you think. Salvation is such a simple matter if you choose to believe, and the name of Jesus Christ is the key to the gospel of the kingdom of God. Malachi admonished the Jews for despising the Lord's name. Their reply to his accusation was, wherein have we despised his name? Many Christians are in the same circumstance. They acknowledge the name of Jesus Christ in all things, except where it counts the most, when it pertains to the saving of the soul. Peter tells us in 1 Peter, the church chapter, the 21st verse, the like figure whereunto even baptism doth also now save us, not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. The question is, will you be ready to hear his words? Come up hither. When Jesus Christ returns for his own, in Malachi 3, 6, we read, For I am the Lord, I change not. Therefore, ye sons of Jacob are not consumed. We should not play down the fact that Jesus Christ is coming soon. It is an event that will come to pass, just as certain as the sun rises in the east and sets in the west. We cannot be authors of confusion nor should we attempt to interpret the scripture into a watery sameness for the sake of not offending someone or a group of people. The Apostle Paul came to the knowledge that Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever, one thing that is certain is that Jesus Christ never reneges on his word. As you read in 2 Corinthians 1, 17 to 20, when I therefore was thus minded, did I use likeness? Or the things that I propose, do I propose according to the flesh? That with me there should be yea, yea, and nay, nay. But as God is true, our word toward you was not yea and nay. For the law, Son of God, Jesus Christ, who was preached among you by us, even by me and Salvanus and Timotheus, was not yea and nay, but in him was yea. For all the promises of God in him are yea, and in him, amen, unto the glory of God by us. Paul visited the churches frequently for the purpose of monitoring their spiritual progress he was not concerned about what kind of building they had. Of course, he wanted them to have a convenient place to worship. But more importantly, he wanted them to serve and worship Jesus Christ the right way. He focused on their discipline to the Word of God and the ordinances that were preached to them. Paul acknowledged that the church at Corinth would have a congregation that consisted of both Jew and Gentile. Opinions and deep-rooted ties to the world, if not addressed and severed completely, would be very detrimental. He knew how any congregation could get off track if they were not careful. He knew that if the Spirit of God was not having free course, then the spirit of conviction 
would not have its perfect work. The church, in turn, would be compromised because of the desire to sin. We must remember that Jesus Christ came into this world to save us from our sin and not in our sin. Upon his arrival at Corinth, his expectations were true about the condition of the church. The carnality of the Corinthians dealt in admiration for Greek wisdom and eloquence that had penetrated the church. The resistance to the moral pollution of the city and their morality remained a continued temptation to them. Disorders in the church took the form of abuse of the pulpit and degradation of the spiritual gifts, leaving the congregation with a false hope of salvation. Paul heard of false ideas of Jesus' resurrection and how some were baptizing for those who had died. Paul infers his enthusiasm for righteousness when he told the congregation at Corinth that his visit was purpose to give them a second benefit, and he would not speak with lightness. Paul never intended to leave any congregation in a confused state of mind regarding salvation and of the righteousness of God. Everything he taught them would be from the Word of God, through revelations given to him by the Holy Spirit and through his personal experiences. For the congregation to receive an awakening from the Spirit of Truth, they would have to be told the truth. They needed the faith to see and understand the greater good in keeping the ordinances rather than attempting to understand them first. To refuse to obey would be the fruit of a contentious and rebellious spirit. It would also make way for gainsaying. Paul was determined on behalf of righteousness to provide them that level of encouragement to bring them back to holiness. The congregation chose to hear what they wanted to hear and failed to acknowledge and believe how relevant and credible the promises of God are. Paul never intended his yes to mean other than yes. He never intended his no to mean other than no. Neither did he at any time preach the gospel in a fashion that would allow a sinner to continue in sin with the expectation of being saved. Let us read in Romans 6, 1 to 2. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer in sin? To bring the congregation back to the holy place, Paul made it clear that in Jesus Christ alone will the promise of God come to pass. Whether it would pertain to the saving of the soul, the removing of sin, the order and discipline required to reflect Godness, or of his coming back again. Jesus will never go back on his word. For one thing Jesus cannot do is lie. Born-again believers must remember that it is an uphill battle in righteousness until Jesus comes. Jesus Christ reminds us that we all must work out our salvation with fear and trembling with the operative phrase being, work out. The words that Paul preached as well as all of the other apostles were done with the inspiration of the Holy Ghost. Jesus said in John 5, 39, search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life. And they are they which testify of me. 
What better guide to have lead us to the kingdom of God than the word of God? Let the spiritual awakening begin within us so that we can always remain safely in the presence of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. If you'd like to know more about God's word, the church, and review these telecast presentations in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of his hands. Our church band will conclude today's telecast with the song, By His Stripes, We Are Healed.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.